It's a new world order They've locked down the border Wherever we are That's where we have to stay No time for blame This is a runaway train Gotta apply the brakes For the future of humanity Gotta do whatever it takes Hold on We're all in this together It's a catch cry of the day We gotta be, period There is no other way But hey, can't cry all night There's a war to fight An enemy to put away Keep the faith Hi everybody, this is Richard Sachs, this is Lost Arts Radio, and welcome back. Nice to see you again. We have one of our good friends back for another show that we've been waiting for tonight, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's coming to us from Israel, and uh, we have probably 20 hours of stuff to discuss. We're going to try to get do it in about 45 minutes, which seems pretty reasonable. And uh, it'll go by in a flash. We have a lot of important stuff to talk about, which we'll introduce in just a minute. It's going to be about the immune system, which people have been asking for Dr. Cousins to come on and discuss, and in particular, the immune system in relation to the new COVID vaccines, three main ones and any others that are in those categories. And uh, we'll get into issues in the pandemic and related stuff as time allows. So welcome, Dr. Cousins, and thanks for being here. This is always fun to do. Well, thank you, Richard. It's always a, a joy to speak with you and to speak with your people. It's, it's a joy because you're doing such good work. So may you be blessed for that. Thank you, and, and blessings to you, too. And I, I think let's start off, if it's all right with you, with wherever you want to attack the uh, the whole vaccine and immune system. So I'm going to start out with merging the heart and mind because there's no way to deal with this except spiritual. So yeah. a prayer, the shimikud, kudushabrimu, ushimite, bi'ilu ar'imu layat, shimikibavavke, biyudashlam, shim kozreel kolam, amen. Merge the heart and mind. So we have the wisdom of the heart, which is clearly missing uh, in what's going on in the world today. And then clearly what we need to, to regather. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start in a slightly different way. I want to give a two-sentence overview. The key is what's going on is we are having a psychic penetration of the physical body, the mind, and the spirit by the New World Order. We have to see it big picture before we see a little picture. Um, and they are operating in a way that literally, I don't mean figuratively, I don't mean metaphorically, literally affects consciousness and our soul power and function. If we want to even pretend to understand what's going on, we have to understand that it's a battle for our soul. It's not just a battle of light and dark, but it's a battle for our soul. And what is happening is affecting our consciousness in a way that uh, can allow them to capture your soul, which is happen, happening with a lot, millions of people right now. That's the real battleground, Okay. It does violate what they're doing, God's plan, our central humanity, and also God's green card. What's the green card? Our natural immunity. We're given that. This is not an accident. Natural immunity. That's easily the way we approach it, rather than do things that undermine our natural immunity. So that's God's vaccine passport. So now we kind of have the overview. I, I now want to say something else at a different level, that we are not alone. 
God is acting through many, many people. So I'm going to just mention a few items here so we, we understand we are really not alone. There's over 100,000 doctors who have come out against what's going on. Then we have Wolfgang Woldart, who, who was uh, a medical doctor, head of the EU Medical Commission, and he's leading a, a lawsuit about the use of the, I'm not going to call it vaccine, it isn't a vaccine by technical terms, by the injection. That's how we're going to use the term because it isn't what they're calling it. They're just technically, it's not. Okay. And they are, he's particularly focused about the abortion issue because it makes antibodies against the placenta. Okay. So that's his big, uh, kind of big issue. Uh, some people are refo- reporting a 336% increase in spontaneous abortions, which is what he's concerned about. Right. Okay. Now, the Great Barrington Declaration. I don't know if you've heard about that, Richard. Have, have you? Or I have heard about it, but it's been a long time, so it'd be good to refresh my memory. So it's, again, a statement. It was done in October of 2020. And basically, you had 10,200 scientists, you had 28,000 medical professionals, 500 citizens signing this, again, in different ways and language, standing up against this. So again, we're not alone here. We're we're talking about 28,000 medical professionals. That's not a small amount. People are standing up. Uh, And that's really the point I want to make. Now, Peter Doshi, a medical doctor, when uh, they made the claims that these things are 95% effective, uh, these uh, injections, it's just not true. What it is, is they took what they call relative rate rather than absolute rate. So instead of 95, when you look at the absolute rate, it's 0.2%. That's very different the 95%. That's less than 1% effectiveness, 0.2%, slightly. So when we look at risk-benefit, we're looking at big, big risk, very little benefit at 0.2%. Well, besides, besides the number, which is what you were just saying was inaccurate, how do they define effectiveness? Well, that's the point. I don't, I don't want to go into it, but it's okay. relative effective versus absolute. Yeah. It's a trick that the pharmaceuticals do all the time. It's a statistical trick. Okay. But the absolute is really the effectiveness. That's what I'm trying to say. And that's 0.2%, not 95. So it, it it's playing with statistics in a way that most people don't get it. And he analyzed that. Now, one of the key leaders is Dr. Francis Boyle. 1989, he, he was the leading lawyer to create a, a whole law internationally against bio-warfare. He also was a leading lawyer at the Nuremberg Trials, so he's quite well-schooled. And he considers this is a violation of the 1989 Bioterrorism Act, and he really does consider it bioterrorism. But that's a legal definition he's talking about. So that's another person. The Amish very beautifully refused everything, and they have no cases, apparently. And then one Native American tribe, the Osage tribe, they also refused everything and have very, very minor effects from the whole thing. Now, one of the more impressive ones is the former vice president of Pfizer, and chief medical researcher, okay? That's a big, big statement. Michael Yaden, um, he calls it pure evil. He calls it crime against men. Now, this is a former vice president of Pfizer. He's an insider, okay? And he kind of talks about a little bit, well, I'm just going to leave it that way. Now, Gert Vander Bosch, I think he kind of hit the headlines recently, mm-hmm. uh, the vaccine expert. He calls it a global catastrophe bigger than anything we've suffered before. That's a simple way of putting it. 
American frontline doctors basically saying, no injection, done. And they agree with everything that we've just said. Um, Sherry Tenpenny, she's pretty well known now. Um, she's She brings a lot of understanding and statistics to, to the story. Um, but recently, I think important is, yes, it compromises the immune system, and we'll talk about that in a minute. It actually creates brain wasting. You know what that means? It's called mad cow disease. Yeah, talking about these prions that get into your brain and start eating it up and turning it into Swiss cheese, basically. Right. So what we're talking about is that somewhere between six months and two years, that's what she's talking about. Now, there is a report that was actually done in 2010. It's called the SPARS 2025-2028. So go back and still call that, say, 2020 and 2023, where they lay it all out. This is not an accident. It's not an experiment. They know very well what they're doing. And we're looking at a projection of serious brain damage within uh, six months to two years. Now, what is serious brain damage? So even now, from the injection and also from the COVID, there's an overlap, okay? Uh, 95% of the people with COVID had post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, Up to 42% had depression. Uh, And this is the brain part because this is what we're seeing also with the injection. 45% had impaired short-term attention. 28% 28% had short-term memory disruption. Uh, affective disorder, depression, was was uh, probably the primary result of, of the that. 44% with an impaired attention. And we're talking high percentages. Up to 50% had a decrease in memory. And it affects your body to think and to work and to be effective. It make, you can, you're dumbed down enough to be a good slave, but you can't really make clear decisions. It, you know, we see headaches and altered consciousness. Uh, and basically, on autopsies, you, you have that picture of swollen brain, damaged neur- neurons. So we are looking at something that really damages the nervous system. That, that's my point there. Uh, this is not just something for your lungs. It uh, really attacks the nervous system uh, as well as the heart. Okay. So as we go on down the line, Dr. Roger uh, Hodkinson, he's a Canadian pathologist and virologist, CEO of Western Medical Assessment. And it's basically, it's the worst thing he's ever seen as a pandemic and so forth. Um, German lawyers and doctors have gotten together called the Corona Extra Parliamentary um, Pandemic Group, and they have a class action suit. So we, we understand people are really actively fighting this. That's my point. Um, uh, a uh, World Health Organization doctor, uh, Sonia Swatma, MD, basically said the vaccine doesn't work. It doesn't protect you. doesn't protect from spreading. Uh, and it, it actually does most, at best it does is maybe decrease symptoms. So we don't really know that for sure. Uh, another study in China, which is really interesting, is a study with 10 million people. I don't know if you heard about it. They followed 10 million asymptomatic people, and no one developed COVID from all their associations. Now, that is a significant study. Why? Well, it's significant because it's 10 million people, and no one developed, uh, no one they interfaced with. So it's 10 million plus like four to 10 people they interfaced with developed COVID. 
So all this face mask thing is another thing. Now, we do know that the CDC has over 14 studies, and then also Denmark, that show face masks don't make any difference. We, we know that there's no science that backs the concept of social distancing. All these things are exposed again and again and again. You know, it's, it's not like new information. Now, this is one thing that's important. With the flu uh, studies, we find that progressively flu uh, injections weaken the immune system and increase your rate of getting flu. Mm-hmm. Why the regular, is that? That's a regular flu shot. Yeah, but why is that relevant? Because the Pentagon, with one flu shot, found a 36% increase in its, its soldiers getting COVID. Okay, okay. So what we're saying is the flu decreases the immune system, and this injection also decreases the immune system. So that's what I'm going to call more of an overview of the picture. Um, that really all these things are having a negative effect on the immune system. Now, that takes us into the immune system. And here we go, because that's what people wanted, right? Right. So let's use the word immunological memory. More of a technical term, but I think it's relevant and we look at that. And that means that the Cells, which I'm going to name in a minute, have, let's say, an adaptive immunity. In other words, they've been exposed, they remember. You get measles, and the cells remember and can respond, and often for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're looking at, and there is a little controversy, and, and when I say controversy, different results. Uh, but the initial research I read was uh, the antibodies last for one to three months and then fade out. Okay. Uh, our recent research came out and said, well, maybe the last for six to eight months. That's, of course, having to do with <clears throat> frequency of uh, getting an injection. So it's back and forth. But the fact is, <clears throat> excuse me, the antibodies don't last. They're not like the measles. And you're talking about the antibodies that are created by the body in response to the attack of, of getting the stuff injected. Into. Well, yeah, but also getting COVID. But, okay, I mean, when we have time sometime, maybe another show, I want to look at that question because they don't even know any way to define anybody that has COVID, and they never have. And that kind of undermines all this stuff. But... but we have no evidence of them being able to isolate it. That's what I mean. They made it up on a computer. Yeah. Well, the point I'm making is there are some antibodies to some toxin. Okay. Yeah. Well, people are getting sick, but for example, and, and I'll shut up in a second here, but because I don't want to hog the time, but they redefined flu as COVID for one thing, and they Absolutely. redefined a bunch of other stuff as COVID. So people were really getting sick, but they were getting sick before. They just changed the name. So my question is, does that prove that COVID is a real sickness? The the point is, it doesn't. And the point is, if you look at total deaths in the United States, 2020, 2019, 2018, they're the same. There's been no change. Now, the vaccines should fix that. Well, they're going to increase the rate of death. That's what I mean. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, there's no change. Okay, but we still are dealing with the immune system. Yes. And, um, and I guess I want to say right now, so we're all clear, so we don't get so technical. There's really two ways to think about health. It's called the terrain, your basic God-given immunity that you do, and you build up with good diet, good thoughts, meditation, uh, <clears throat> being in proper relationships, uh, to your life and to the world and the germ theory by Louis Pasteur. And basically, Louis Pasteur, when he died, he basically said the terrain is what it's about. And the real answer to this whole thing, whether you call it a flu, COVID-19, or whatever you want to call it, is the same answer it's been forever. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy. Have a good diet. Okay. Exercise, breathe, feel in love, feel spiritual joy. That's the 
main way to deal with it. Period. It's not even a question. Okay. So all this is creating a pathology that we don't need. So I'm giving the real data, what I just gave you. Right. There's no question about that's the way to do it. But people want to hear about these things. So there are a variety of, of things. And just so you know, and I think it's good to have the language. You have antibodies. Okay. You have helper T cells. You have killer T cells. You have memory B cells. You have macrophages. Okay. And there's also a, uh, there's two kinds of antibodies. Antibodies that go after the antigen and uh, kind of non uh, reactive antibodies that actually don't go after the antigen but are the causes of the cytokine storm. Okay, that's the key to, to get. So what do the helper T cells do? Well, they like to have T, right? No, it's uh, they activate other immune cells. And this is important because we want to activate the other immune cells. Killer T cells eliminate the pathogens. Memory B cells uh, get reactivated and create new antibodies. Okay, so those are your... Your big things. So, um, so new research is saying, well, maybe the antibodies to COVID or for the vaccine last longer. But you know, what's the, you know measles is a lifetime. Here we're looking at is it three months, four months, or six months? It's still the same issue. They fade out, and you need to to get another injection to stimulate antibodies. So. That's uh, a thing. So some studies show the antibody count peaks in, in, in 24 days and drops by 50% by three months. Now, I think that the key is that there's more than it to the antibodies. You're looking at the B cells and, and you're looking at the uh, macrophages. And so I'm going to go a little uh, further with this. Um, so one of the things is the antibodies have been linked to the brain clots and stroke. They actually attack the clotting mechanism, and that's why we're seeing so much uh, brain clots and strokes. So it does stimulate, the injection stimulates these antibodies. It works that way, but they go against your own body. And that's why you see so, so much of the strokes, okay? Um, okay. Um, now, just to back up a little bit, because I think it's important to, to, to kind of uh, understand that's the antibody system. Now, how does this whole ADE happen, Okay which is the overreaction. So I mentioned there's two kinds of antibodies, the ones that go after the virus or the whatever the antigen is. And the other antibody system, it, it, we're going to call it non-reactive. It doesn't react against them. However, it crosses along with the... Uh, The, the the antigen into the brain and into different areas and it causes that hyperimmune reaction. Now here's how it does it. The, the, there are two kind of levels of the system. We have macrophages, number one, that, that does inflammation. It fights whatever is infecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when it's done, you want to turn the inflammation off. Macrophage 2. Mm-hmm. What these special antibodies do is they block the level 2 of the macrophages that blocks them from turning off the inflammation. All right. That's basically, you know, uh, kind of it in, a, in a, a nutshell. Now, one of the key things is, again, simple, simple. What's that? The ADE can be minimized 
by a non-inflammatory diet. What is that? Well, uh, you know, meat, fish, chicken, and dairy are inflammatory. They inflame the system. Now, is this God's plan to make everybody vegan? I don't want to go that far. But, but a vegan diet, a plant-based diet, is not inflammatory. Beef, fish, chicken, and dairy is or are. And we want, and then junk food also, um, fried foods, all these kinds of things, except just a clean diet that's not cooked or fried or whatever like that. And oils, you know, you have the different oils that are also inflammatory. Okay. So creating a low inflammatory diet is a big step in the right direction to minimize inflammation in the system. That's, that's my point here. And I think it's, it's relevant in the big picture. We want to minimize inflammation in the system. And again, we're back to lifestyle, but we're actually back to a non-inflammatory lifestyle. That also means we have a quiet mind, so we're not inflaming with our emotions. It actually acts to create inflammation in the system. It isn't just the food. Or we don't do things that are going to inflame which also means we may want to stay away from 5G towers and a whole slew of, of modern lifestyle that, that is we've created, which is inflammatory. So that's, that's a kind of the overview of, of, of where, where we want to go with that. Now, um, I don't know if anybody, Richard, if you have a question in this moment before I go to the next step. Yeah, let me ask you, I, I have more than we have time for, but one question in response to what you said to clarify. <clears throat> Since one, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the main fraudulent approaches of the drug companies proving or the vaccine companies proving that they're all safe and effective is that they, they have defined the process of creating immunity by generating an antibody response. But isn't it oh. true? Isn't it true that you can create an antibody response by simply injecting toxic metal, for example, with nothing else? Well, an antibody response is not really immunity per se. It's a very simplistic way of doing it. And it doesn't speak to the other part, which is the cellular immunity, which is the long-lasting immunity in, in, in that way. This, right. So, so it's, it's not an accurate definition is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, okay. Any other questions? Um, right. You mentioned this little thing in passing. The, about a non-inflammatory diet, and you were saying, and not cooked, and then you went on to something else. Well, this cooking thing has become pretty popular. You know, pretty much the whole world is cooking their food, at least most of it. And at some point, it would be really interesting, since you're saying that the non-inflammatory diet avoids that little detail, um, why that really took off. If it's not, if it's not, why did cooking become popular if it's not beneficial uh, biologically? Uh, I that's, that's a time for another 10-hour discussion. It tastes better for some people. Okay. Um, it allows you to eat a wider range of foods. I mean, you know, if you're going to eat a turtle, is a turtle soup better than a raw turtle? Cracked out of its shell? Right. Is, is it better to, to eat a bloody piece of uh, uh, a deer leg or to cook it so you can't know exactly what's going on? Well, so and I, not, not just the non-vegan stuff. I mean, if you want to eat a butternut squash and you pick it up like a carrot and try to eat it for a snack, right. it's not as convenient, right? 
as if it's and maybe we weren't meant to eat butternut squashes. That would be the question. Anyway, I don't want to get you diverted because our time is so short here, but there are some interesting questions enough to discuss when we have time. Okay, so I want to say that, that just to get clear, it's a non-neutralizing antibody. It does not neutralize antigens like the traditional antibody. So I just give the technical term. There's two kinds of antibodies. Oh, yeah, okay. Antibody antigen... Okay? Yeah, yeah. The non-neutralizing, that actually neutralizes the macrophages and then allows the hyperimmune response to happen. Right. And the definition from the vaccine companies about effective is that it's shown to, to generate an antibody response, period. That shows that a vaccine is effective. Well, it it is a definition they use, but it's it's... I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that is the one they use. Yeah. Yeah. So if you just look at general vaccine, you know, things, the records aren't quite as good. In in fact, Jonah Salk said uh, in reviewing the results of his polio vaccine is that more people got polio from his vaccine. This is what he said uh, than from the natural polio. Yeah, I think they forgot to put that on TV. Maybe it just ran out of time or something. So what I'm saying is that that's a whole bigger discussion. What I will say, um, when there has been a review of the how children are affected, because I don't want to get too much into that because there's some very important mechanisms we still need to talk about, is that before 1989, very few kids, make 6%, really had hyperactivity, difficulties, mental functioning, and so forth. After they began giving all the vaccines, uh-huh. when the number jumped to 54% after 80, 1989. Now, that's pretty significant. So we got that these things do affect the mind. That's what I'm getting at, and do okay. affect brain function. Okay. And one of my points here is we're not just talking that. We're also talking your soul. This is a, a different level of what's going on. So uh, there's some hints from Sherry Tenpenny uh, that, okay, we have the immediate thing. People die. But are they dying? Really, what are they dying from? They're not dying from the antigen antibody in the way we've been talking about. There's three levels of dying. First, in the injection they have a high amount of potassium chloride. Mm. Now, do you know what potassium chloride is? Yeah, I just wasn't aware that that was a major ingredient. Yeah, so it's used for lethal injections. Right. Now, let me give the mechanism because it's very important people get this. So So one of the reasons is it's got a lot of potassium chloride on it. Okay. Another reason is... Uh, about 30% we, we go into anaphylactic uh, response to the PEG, polyethylene glycol, which is right. very allergic. And then others are responding to the mRNA as an allergic response. But let's just stay with the potassium chloride, which is a main player. Yeah. That's a little injection. That is in this injection. Now, what does it do? It actually displaces iodine. Iodine is the most important halogen. Without it, we die. So if you get a big enough uh, amount from the injection, it's going to vary. And I'm also going to tell you nasal swab. Oh, yeah. That's a big issue. Yeah, well, but they have the potassium chloride. Um, And it forces out iodine... And that can kill you in a very short time, which is the way lethal injections work. Are you saying that that potassium chloride is on the swab as well? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I had somebody had a pretty, a a variety of people, severe response to the nasal swab. Here's my point, though. We are looking at the displacement of iodine from the system 
in such a dramatic way that you die. Because without iodine, you can die instantly. So it, it acts that fast to kill you right away, like in a lethal injection? Everything stops. Nothing works. Does it have anything to do with the um, osmotic differential across the cell membrane? What you're dealing with is uh, a penetration with the potassium chloride. It, and it goes through. It, it's like forcing itself because it, so much is put in. Uh-huh. And then it activates flushing out the iodine and the cell dies. Wow. I didn't know that was that fast. That's amazing. Now, what also is important, it is a fact that the mRNA does affect the DNA. Without going into all the different mechanisms, it does that. Mm-hmm. Now, where I'm going is people really should start taking iodine. Okay, but I'll hold for a second. Sure. So what we know about iodine is it actually activates the healthy cells with healthy DNA to start multiplying, but it does something else. It also activates apoptosis. What is that? That's the killing of the body naturally of dead, dying, and mutated cells. Get the word mutated because that's what we're talking about. Right. So when you're taking the iodine, and the form I use is elumidine, okay, which is a uh, I2 divided to I minus, okay, it's a, it's a really super potentized scalar wave use. What you're doing is you're empowering the cells to replicate normal DNA and eliminate the abnormal DNA that happens from the injection. Are you following me here? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Key. So that's a major component. So that's the same thing with nasal swab. If you, if you, because uh, the pineal pituitary hypothalamus are high in iodine, particularly the pineal pituitary. So you get the nasal swab, it's right there. It, 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 it crosses the blood-brain barrier, and it's a penetrate. It's a serious invasion. Well, and, they're, they're putting it right up to the top of the nasal, nasal cavity at the cribriform yeah. plate where, where the and they can break go through, right? Yeah, and it can be broken because that's right also where the, the, the membrane that protects the brain is. Yeah, now, if, if this was a legitimate test for a, a transmissible virus that was this dangerous and easily caught, couldn't they just go like this on the side? Of course. Here? Okay. You just, just gave the logical point. Now, I have a picture in ancient Egypt where they would use the nasal swab for slaves, and they used it to penetrate the blood-brain barrier Damaging the brain slightly, which enslave people. Wow, that's interesting. All I'm telling you, which you just figured out because you're really smart, is this is a way of actually damaging the brain physically and enhancing enslavement. It's only probably 3,300 years old. Did you see the video where they analyzed the swabs and also found these little moving uh, particles like little yeah. worms. Yeah. So, uh, the whole, I'm just trying to tell you this big yeah, yeah. that they're violating the system in a variety of ways because on the swab there's a lot of potassium chloride. Again, you have that quick shift. Okay. And there are people who die from the swab, but more they get injured and more also they have stroke uh, and, and uh, blood clotting and so forth. So that's part of the problem with the swab. The swab also has other problems. One is Morgellons, which is what you're talking about, which is yeah. some kind of off-planet thing. The only thing it treats it is iodine again, believe it or not. Right. Iodine is the number one antiviral, antibacterial um, and the parasite, but it goes after the morgellons. Now, we also have in the swab nanobots and uh, lipid kind of carriers of the nanobots. Uh, and 
PEG carrying the mRNA. That's all in the swab. That gets in. So it it's another way of infecting people. So they don't go down to the drugstore and buy the swabs they're going to use for the test. They got some other supplier. They've swapped them out for the highly infected. The enhanced swabs, right? The enhanced swabs, right. Right. Okay. Um, and I think most of the people doing it don't know that's what's going on, but they have analyzed it. You're, and that's what you were bringing up. They have analyzed it. And this is yeah. a problem because I'm giving the mechanisms. And again, there's enough potassium chloride. If somebody's really low in iodine, they can, they can literally go into shock from it. You see what I mean? Okay. So, I am hinting at something. What am I hinting at? People who are iodine deficient are in big trouble. That's what I'm hinting at. So strongly, strongly, healthy diet, I'm saying one more thing here. I know we're talking about vitamin D. It decreases it by 80%, okay? But I'm saying I'm adding a new thing to the vitamin D is iodine. And the one I use is this aluminine. Um because it is uh, activated, okay? So they are also using scalar wave weaponry. That's a sophisticated statement I just made mm-hmm. with the nanobots because they can use the scalar waves to control and affect them. Does that make sense? Um, where are these waves being generated from? Um, satellite and you know different centers like up up in Alaska. You know. So you're saying the the nanobot that comes in the injection and possibly in the swab is a receiver from for the scalar energy that's being radiated from satellites. Right, and they're they're sensitive to that scalar wave energy. And what does it trigger them to do? Whatever the scalar wave energy programs. Okay, so it's it's wide open. Yeah, Biological control. Mostly, in my impression, it affects your mental state. Okay, which is it something affects- they've wished they could do for a long time. What? Something they've wished they could take care of for a long time. Exactly, it affects your soul. This is what yeah. it is. This is soul deep. This is not uh, so simple, Okay. So it's affecting your mental capacity, your soul. It's affecting your willpower. Now, as well as the biological functions, right? Yes. So these nanobots, these different bots that are in there, are all being uh, affected by you know five G and, and, and different things like that. And, and the five G is a problem. And, and my research on it is where they have five G, you have worse, you know, COVID type of outbreaks. Why? Because the 5G creates electroporation, which opens up the cell wall and lets everything get in. And it also affects the usability of oxygen too, right? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. We know that we know it's not all that's happening because they have treated, you know, for example, the people treated with the, the legitimate treatments for these respiratory conditions, they've recovered even if they live in a 5G area. Yes, right, for sure. But it makes it more severe. Right, exactly. More respiratory distress with the 5G. See, we're, we're, just, we're just getting warmed up for what we have to really discuss, and we've got 90 seconds left in the allocated time. So, so what, would you, what would you like people to remember primarily from all this detail besides yeah. listening to it over and over again to get the detail? I just want to mention again that with the aluminate, with the iodine, we do have a way to reverse the DNA damage. That's, so that's what, a big deal, yeah. Yeah, so what I, and I explained the mechanism, right? It activates new cells with healthy DNA and it kills the DNA, mutated DNA cells. Are you allowed to say roughly as a general rule how much of it to use? To do well, that? I, um, the aluminine, um, I, I'm going to just say in general, should start slow because it's going to force out 
the toxic halogens, fluoride, chloride, and bromide. Right. So you want to start slow, and then you start working up as much as you can can do. Um, There's no big overdose danger, in other words, once you... Yeah, there is. So I take more than most, uh, which is about nine droppers a day. That's high. I've been taking it for years, and it's an experiment. Yeah. Research. So for years, I've done... I recommend people start with 15 drops three times a day. Something simple, you know, uh, and see how they do. Sometimes they say start with five drops. With kids, start with three drops. See what happens. Right. Everybody's different because everybody's at different levels of uh, in, uh, physiological functioning. That's exactly. Cool. Okay, so... Also, I want people to have right in front of them the websites. So let's go over those yeah, so they can write them down. DrCousins.com. Okay. And the Tree of Life community one is treeoflife.mn.co. I want to make one more point. This warfare that we're talking about is not new. Do you remember chlorine gas in World War One? I? I don't think you were that old, but do you remember they used chlorine gas? I know about it, yeah, yeah. Okay. Think for a second. It's a halogen. It displaced iodine. That's how it kills people. That I didn't know. Okay. That's so what it. I'm saying is the injection displaces the iodide, and that's how people get so sick from it. Yeah, I mean, what I really didn't know about that was that iodine deficiency extreme iodine deficiency could kill you that fast i thought it was a more gradual build-up type thing yeah so any chlorine exposure you know from polyvinyl pipes in a fire uh-huh. you can die from that chlorine gas warfare in world war one that's what they were doing i think they knew i mean what i'm telling you is most people don't know about but it i don't it's not new well, with chlorine gas, people know about the corrosive nature of it, that yeah. it can basically melt things like, you know, concrete and metal and stuff. But, like but the point I'm making is it displaces iodine. It competes. Yeah. And it, when it pushes the iodine out, the system goes. That's what was used in World War II as a weapon, right? Okay. That, so I just was just making that. It's a displacement issue. Yeah. Okay. Now people have a let's say, a different way. And, and what I want to do is summarize in one sentence, and then you can... Is that right? We go to summary? Yeah, I think that's good. That's really good. So, and Yeah. The basic thing is the terrain is what the story is about. Be healthy, be, health, uh, be happy, eat a good, non-inflammatory diet. I'll put it that way. That's a general yeah. statement. Yeah. Um, do breathing exercises, do physical exercises, meditate, pray. God is a big player in this. We need to make that connection. It's a battle for our souls. This is how I started. So the soul issue, that's a pun, is we need to keep connected to our souls. They are trying to pull that away from us. And we can see that in the environment. We can see people running around as if they're crazed. What happened here? Okay. So maintain the connection with your soul as the number one thing. Maintain your general health as the number two thing. And that helps at least this round of the attack to minimize your susceptibility to what's going on. Right. I think, to me, the main message in, behind all the detail there that you just gave is that just because these new vaccines are a new step, you know, of uh, damage, you know, even compared to the damaging old vaccines, it doesn't mean that the remedy and the answer is anything different than it always was, which is take care of the terrain. Yeah. But remember, these aren't vaccines. Uh, traditionally, vaccines are antigen antibodies. This is a DNA-altering GMO injection. It's a, it is different. Yeah. I'm not yeah. undermining what you're saying. I'm trying no, to say I'm that. saying in spite of that, you're emphasizing it more. 
people right. say, well, because of what you just said, you know, I mean, there's nothing we can do. And you're saying that's not true. There's a lot we can do. Be healthy, live a fully holistic life, and take iodine, take the aluminate as your number one protection besides vitamin D. It, is that to the point where even, and we're way over time here, but we got to stop. But remember that Dr. Tenpenny talked about antibody uh, dependent enhancement or immune enhancement or something you know the deal where after you if you survive the original injection which most people do i I explained that that you have your your the the other antibodies right the non-reactive antibodies the type two that's supposed to shut down the inflammation doesn't do it and so and my question is is that block the inflammation the uh macrocytes they block setting it down and that's how you get this overreaction right so my question is if you do take care of yourself and do the iodine and we didn't mention sunlight but i think that's another part of it and exercise and meditation all the stuff does that interfere with the problem that when you get in touch with a wild virus that you just get wiped out does that mediate that problem it greatly mediates it. That's the whole point. It's it's okay. a total immune statement, not eliminate just your 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 immune system. It's a total immune lifestyle that we're talking. Right, about. right, right. Now, does that make you bulletproof? No, but it really minimizes. Because okay. when you look at the initial things about people of God, they usually had one to three comorbidities, and right, they were the ones right, and, right. Plus age, they were the ones who actually were the first to, to, to die from the COVID. Okay. All right. We got to go, but um, I, I hope you come back soon. I mean, we have a few more things to get into, right? I, I really appreciate the work you're doing. And what I want to end with is I want to bless everybody that they understand that they are big players. We're not talking about hope hopeless. This this is a direct, what I gave you is a direct way for most people, if you're basically healthy, to, to really create a field of light, energetically, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. But don't yeah. forget the spiritual. It isn't just taking iron. It's like make the connection with your soul. Right. If we do that, we, we become indefe- undefeatable. Plus we affect the atmosphere of the entire planet. So, nice. Okay, hold on. We'll say goodbye in the break here. There goes Dr. Gabriel Cousins, author of There Is a Cure for Diabetes and Conscious Eating and a bunch of other books that are good. Very brave and courageous and compassionate doctor who did not go insane from going through medical school, which is an incredible achievement. And... um become a good friend of ours here at Lost Arts Radio. And before I forget, his two sites, drcousins.com, and Cousins is spelled C-O-U-S-E-N-S.com, and Tree of Life, spelled out, dot M-N, like Minnesota. I don't know what that really stands for, but M-N dot C-O, not C-O-M, but C-O. And all of his programs can be seen there, like the fasting retreats online, available for anybody, and um, meditation programs and things like that. I suspect the supplements that he's recommending and selling are on there somewhere, too. And um, just a good way to stay in touch. So I really appreciate the show tonight with Dr. Cousins because he's... Besides the general enjoyment of getting to interact with somebody that much in touch, he's saying that the damage from the COVID vaccines, all of which caused massive DNA damage, uh, not just the mRNA type, but also the J&J other type, according to Dr. Tenpenny, causes just as much DNA corruption, but it does it without using the messenger RNA channel. It does it with replacing the DNA directly. And Dr. Cousins is saying that with iodine and D3 and all the um, lifestyle upgrades that 
are available to do, you can actually, according to him, you can actually undo the DNA damage. I don't personally know if that's true, but it sounds very encouraging and worth trying no matter what because it's going to do as much as can be done and, and there's no miracle drug that can take the place of cleaning up your own lifestyle and your thought patterns and your emotional patterns, all that stuff. I think, in fact, not to wait for vaccine damage, but do it right away as soon as you can. And if you work with your mind, uh, establishing a new relationship with mind and with body on a conscious level, you can do these things without the need for a lot of willpower or probably any willpower at all, which is useful. So we'll go into that in Planetary Healing Club. If you're interested, planetaryhealingclub.com. And um, stay in touch with where we are on air at lostartsradio.com because we may not be on certain big platforms that have already been attacking us with censorship. And, and the pro, the our policy toward you know being careful of language is evolving into realizing there's no real benefit to doing that you maybe you don't say everything that you really should be saying and the big sites end up censoring you anyway so it really doesn't matter we're appearing on a lot of new non-censoring sites and you can keep track of those at lostartsradio.com support our work if you want to i really appreciate that at the donate buttons at lostartsradio.com and at lostartsresearchinstitute.org. Just hit donate and uh, whatever you can afford to to share to help us, that would be great. And uh, the other thing way is subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. That works too at multiple different levels, and there are uh, perks that you get for doing that, and those are explained as well. Uh, what else? We've got, this is our Sunday show. We've got shows on Saturdays. Uh, Lost Arts Radio Live, which you'll see on lostartsradio.com about times and days and things like that. And right after that is the meeting of Planetary Healing Club or planetaryhealingclub.com is the access. And I think that's about it. So Dr. Cousins' last uh, thing that he got to say today is don't don't be in a defeatist, uh, discouraged point of view at all. There's a lot we can do on all levels, physical and the ones above that. Take care of yourself because you have a massive impact on the whole world and the people around you and the people everywhere. When you do that, you have a massive impact on those people now, but might as well make the most of it. You know, Assess your own lifestyle, your physical situation, and your mentality, your emotional patterns, and bring them all up a grade and everybody around you and everybody everywhere will benefit. And that's the message we're not supposed to know about. So share it, share the show, help us overcome the censorship. And number one, if you want to help everybody else, take care of yourself, learn how to do it better. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for being here. Talk to you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. 
You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com slash live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with. Life as we knew it just took a turn A turn to who knows where That fork in the road didn't see it coming Caught us unaware What we took for granted All been taken away Gotta do it different Gotta find another way we're all in this together It's a catch cry of the day We gotta be, period There's no other way But hey, can't cry all night There's a war to fight An enemy to put away Keep faith, isolate Help is on the way It's a new world order They've locked down the border Wherever we are That's where we have to stay No time for blame This is a runaway train Gotta apply the brakes the future of humanity Gotta do Whatever it takes Hold on We're all in this together It's a catch cry of the day We gotta be Period There is no other way But hey, can't cry all night 
there's a war to fight, an enemy to put away. Keep the faith, isolate. Help is on the way. There's a bad moon rising Armageddon In the shape of a virus Gotta stay at home It's life by phone This is what it's like to be alone But hold on We're all in this together It's a catch cry of the day We gotta be, period There is no other There's a war to fight and an enemy to put away Keep the faith, isolate, help is on the way Keep the faith, isolate, gotta believe, help is on the way